0: Welcome back to episode 32 of Teachers in Transition. My name is Kitty Boynton, and thank you for being here and for listening, and if you're on the YouTube channel, for watching. Today I want to talk about a stress-related topic, but you may not always think of it as a stress-related topic, and that is clutter. I have recently undertaken the job uh, project Uh, effort to Marie Kondo, my home. If you're not familiar with Marie Kondo, she is a young Japanese woman who's written a couple of books about the joy of tidying up. And I had first heard of her a while back and knew only a little bit about her concept of ridding yourself, your home, your area, wherever you are, office, of anything that doesn't bring you joy. And I I was intrigued by the idea, but I never took the time to follow up or to actually look into what it is that she uh, offered. And just recently, because this time of year, fall is my time for whatever reason, for wanting to reorganize and um, overhaul my living space. I did a major overhaul and fall cleaning a couple of years ago in October, and I have been feeling the need to do some clearing out recently. And so I've bought her book and read most of it by now, still reading it, but I've got got the gist of it. And I also have watched a couple of the episodes from her Netflix special because she has a Netflix special that um, highlights her work with individuals, families, and um, and individual uh, people who are in the midst of some sort of life transition that requires them to let go of stuff or to reorganize their stuff or just to figure out how to manage all their stuff. And I'm fascinated with it, frankly. So this week in my newsletter, and I will share the link to the newsletter in the show notes so that if you're interested in this topic, you can read my newsletter. And um, if you're interested in subscribing, let me know. I'd, I'd be happy to share with you, I write a newsletter. um, In addition to the occasional blog post and this podcast and YouTube channel, I do a weekly newsletter for all of the individuals who are on my email list. And I talk, in the newsletter, I talk about a variety of different topics. I try to be inspirational and motivational and, and educational. And in this week's Uh, newsletter, the topic, the subject is clutter and its potential negative effect on your life. And the reason I want to share it in the podcast episode today um, is that clutter can affect your stress level. And I don't know that we're always aware of that because when we're in a stressed state, we tend not to be aware or mindful or thoughtful, or intentional, because in, in the stressed state, we're simply in survival mode. When we are stressed, our brain takes over the amygdala, that little almond-shaped part of our brain that's the reptilian part of the brain, the part that's, that's in charge of your survival, It's also the part that helps to regulate your, your breathing and your heartbeat and heart rate and all that other stuff. But when you are in a stressed state, your amygdala is in overdrive and it is pumping extra adrenaline into your bloodstream to help you to cope with whatever stuff is going on in your life to cause you to be stressed. And so when we're in that heightened state of fear, because stress is usually the, the reaction to some fear of some sort, real or imagined we are not as mindful as we would otherwise be about the things that may be contributing to our stress. So the point is that our, the, the way we manage our belongings, the way we manage our households, the way we manage our, our day-to-day life can impact our stress level. In my book, Stressed, Stretched, or Just Plain Overwhelmed, and I'll include a a link to that in the show notes as well because it's free. You're welcome to have it if you'd like. I cover the seven specific things that you can do each day to help make yourself more resilient and to help you manage your stress more proactively and effectively. I don't cover uh, clutter in that book because clutter is sort of an extra... Uh, environmental issue that I believe does impact your, uh, your level of stress at the end of the day. And I, I cover just a little bit about how the potential for a negative effect on your mental health and your life in general, not just your mental health, your physical and um, emotional health, even your financial health can be negatively impacted I clutter, and in the newsletter, I use an example of a friend of mine. I love her dearly. She's a best friend from years, years, years ago. I Haven't seen her for a while, but I, when I visit her, when I last visited her, I was reminded that when she, when we come in from uh, out taking an outing somewhere, maybe shopping or just. Being out somewhere. The dumping ground for everything that we bring in from the from the car is the dining table. And so the dining room table is covered with books, magazines, old mail, pocketbooks, grocery bags, bags from the Target or Walmart or wherever it is that we've been shopping. And it never gets cleared away. I mean, very rarely does it ever get cleared away. And so uh, we don't eat at the dining room table. We eat on TV trays in the living room. And in the living room, in the corners, there are stacks and stacks and stacks of magazines, old magazines from probably years of collection. Many of them, most of them, probably not ever having even been opened, but stacked there with the intention of reading them later. But truthfully, I don't think they ever get read, and they never get thrown out, even if they're read. I'm certain they, they wouldn't be that big a stack if they were ever being discarded. And as a result of all that, and clothes are lying around. I mean, it's just a, it's it's a cluttered and she's comfortable with that and that's fine that's her workspace and I know she's busy and I wouldn't ever begin to debate her lifestyle but what I know for me is that when I come home from a visit with her I feel this need to tidy up my own space to throw out all the old mail that's accumulated on my counter or to clear off all the stuff that's piled up any, anywhere. And I, I tend to be a pilot. In my office, if you were to look a, around my office right now, which is in the midst of my major recall you would see piles of books, piles of papers, piles, piles of all kinds of stuff. I'm in the midst of, of getting rid of a lot of stuff like that. But the point of, of all that is that the clutter... Whether she's aware of it or not, that clutter can have a negative effect. And the financial negative effect is if you don't pay attention to the bills as they come in, you can miss one. And then suddenly you get a late notice. And now you have to pay a late fee. That's happened probably to everybody. I know it's happened to me on the rare occasion. It's happened to people all the time. And it can, that can be avoided because if you pay attention and deal with the mail as it comes in, then you don't let things drop through the cracks. It's only when you're not paying attention, when you're not being mindful, when you're not aware that the mail that's come through your house needs to be tended with, that, that things can fall through the cracks. So that's a financial impact. And people who don't bother to keep up with their bank statements or credit card statements or other kinds of financial papers, they can run into some trouble at some point. I had a friend a while back who um, felt overwhelmed with that she had allowed back payments on her House to accumulate, she was fearful of lo- losing her home paper And come to find out, there had been more payments made than she had given herself credit for. Once she contacted the bank, they got it straightened out, and she she had been making some payments that she had forgotten about or had 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 been she'd been unaware that they were actually as caught up as they were. She was really creating a lot of stress for herself by not being aware and not being willing to ask for help. So things can pile up, things can add up. And at the end of the day, it can create anxiety and anxiety is a sign of stress. So how do you get a handle on it? When, when clutters become a problem instead of just the occasional stuff that needs to be cleared out, you know, We've all seen the show hoarders, right? And I'm not suggesting that people who have a lot of clutter in their home are hoarders. But hoarders don't set out to become hoarders. Nobody sets out to do that. Hoarding is a mental disorder. It's compulsive. People can't help themselves. They cannot throw anything out. They're fearful that they will need it for some reason later. And as a result of not ever throwing anything away, it just piles up over and over throughout the house. For one thing, if if you tend to keep a really messy house, your anxiety level is always kind of high if you're worried about somebody dropping by and seeing your mess. You, You are too tired or too overwhelmed or too uh, whatever, too ill, to clean up, to tidy up, to get things put away, but you're also embarrassed at the idea that if somebody dropped in on you, they would they would see the mess that you lived in. So that creates anxiety. And it, it, anxiety can also be created just by the, the presence of the clutter itself. It's been said that a cluttered, Environment is a sign of a cluttered mind, but I would also posture that a cluttered mind is is created by cluttered environment. So it's a chicken and egg, which which comes first, clutter or the clutter cluttered mind? And they go hand in hand. Actually, so another symptom of clutter is. Uh, An unwillingness to let things go, to maybe hold on to the past, especially things that remind you of maybe a happier time in your life or a, a time that you have fond memories of. And I'm not suggesting that you should throw out sentimental items because we all like those to trigger happy memories. And in my cleaning up the other day, I ran across pictures of some dogs that I used to have but I had lost track of the pictures. And I was happy to find them and I want to hold on to them because I love those little dogs. I have two dogs now but these two dogs were previous to the two that I have now. And they gave me a lot of joy in seeing the pictures of them when they were younger and happier and healthier than when they were when they died at their old age. That made me happy to see those pictures. So I'm not suggesting that you get rid of all the vestiges of your past. But at the same time, there's no need to be hanging on to things compulsively either because you can't let things go. So back to Marie Kondo for just a minute. She suggests that you organize your home by going through categories rather than room by room Her method for cleaning and clearing and tidying up is to go through everything by category. She starts with clothes first, and then books, and then papers, and then she calls the rest kimono, miscellaneous items. I haven't adopted that methodology to to the greatest degree. I have been through all of my clothes, and I've made four trips so far to the Goodwill. And if I were to make one more sweep through everything, I could probably make a couple of portraits. So I'm going to be, I'm going to call the close done for now. So the next thing I need to do are books. And that's what's what's piled up everywhere around my office. I'm getting ready to go through all of the books. Then the next thing that we'll have to go, all the papers. And I've held on to notebooks of papers that I haven't looked at for five years since I started this business but I've held on to them thinking I might need them later well guess what I haven't needed them so it's time for them to go so I've got a lot of work to do for myself to clear the clutter but I know that once I get it all cleared using her methodology I will have it cleared for good it won't begin to creep back in because I'm going to be using her method of only hanging on to those things that give me joy. At the end of the day, the antidote to stress is joy. Think about that. If you can replace feelings of stress and anxiety with feelings of gratitude and joy, isn't that a wonderful feeling? So that's my goal. And I would encourage you to consider, look at your environment. Take it in as a whole. Or If you you had unexpected company in the next five minutes, would you be proud of the space that you're living in right now? Would you be okay with them seeing your home in, in the state that it's in right now? You didn't know they were coming, so you didn't throw everything into the closet to get it out of the way before they got here, would you be okay with how things look? Now, if you are, clutter or not, if you're comfortable with it, go for it, because I'm not suggesting that you take on anything that you're not comfortable with. But if you feel a twinge of yeah, I wouldn't like that if somebody dropped in I wouldn't want them to see that I've left something out on the counter or that I've got clothes still laid out from the from the last laundry clean, then maybe you want to take a look at is that stuff causing you un- unnecessary stress? And if it is, would taking on some method of clearing out stuff and cleaning up and tight, to, to quote Marie, tidy up, would that help to alleviate some of your stress and anxiety? Just consider. If it would, go for it. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to me at at gmail.com. Please leave a review of the podcast and let me know what you think. Also, subscribe to the Teachers in Transition YouTube channel as well. And whether you are watching or listening, thank you so much for being here. And let me know if you have any comments or questions. I'd love to hear from you. Bye-bye for now. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information, and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well, so email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.